Welcome to the Podglomerate. For everything that you were too afraid to ask at home, too embarrassed to ask at school, or was just too hard to ask your partner, welcome to the Sex Wrap. Welcome back, everyone, to the Sex Wrap. We're so excited to have you here with us for the holiday episode. Yay, holidays! How are you today, Spring? So great. Love talking to you. Love talking about the holidays. Love talking about, spoiler alert, sex toys! Yay, the sex toys! <laughs> I mean, that's a perfect episode for our, like, ho- uh, for our holidays. So, like, what, what do you actually want to open up under the Christmas tree or the Festivus pole or the Hanukkah <laughs> or the pole. Kwanzaa or the whatever you choose to celebrate, whatever whatever you do. I mean, getting a sex toy under there. We all want to celebrate orgasms. <laughs> oh. so, what, so what are you doing for the holidays this year? Oh, I'll be in New York City for the holidays, which is great because I have a few people coming in the December, January time to come visit. So that will be super lovely. How about you? Oh, my goodness. So I for all of you out there who have uh, who understand that holidays are um, lovely, but also incredibly stressful. I am preparing for the deluge of insanity that surrounds the holidays. My Thanksgiving was great. I stayed at home. A friend came to visit me. Everything was lovely. And now I get to travel across multiple states and see multiple people and complicated relationships and family who've been together and separate, all kinds of crazy things. Holidays can be really stressful for people. And I think sometimes people forget how much energy it takes to really go through. Like there's expectations that are hard to meet. Um, like there are feelings that get hurt. There's a lot of pressure to be perfect. Okay, to okay, have okay, help. okay. Let's talk about sex toys. <laughs> You're depressing me. <laughs> so, well, I mean, I think if there's all of that negativity, having a sex toy close by could probably relieve oh, some oh, of it. Um, oh. But we do get a lot of questions, a lot of questions about sex toys. So I picked three that I thought it would be fun for us to talk about today. Um, the first is uh, my boyfriend hates my vibrator. Mm. Right. But it helps me orgasm. What should I do? So we're going to talk a little bit about that. The second question is, what kind of sex toy is best for me? Um, There was no additional context to this question. So we're just going to talk a little bit about fun sex toys. And then the third one is one that comes up pretty frequently is uh, if I use my vibrator or will using a vibrator desensitize me, will desensitize my clitoris. Yeah. And I think, you know, a lot of people in heterosexual relationships have that both from both sides of the relationship. There's also uh, some concerns. So yeah, great questions. Let's dig in. So um, the one that I want to talk about first is my boyfriend hates my vibrator. Uh, it, but it, but it helps me orgasm. What do I do? Um, and whenever I hear this question or I talk about this question, um, I always want to think, I always think about like, where is this actually coming from? So spring, where does this question actually come from? (laughs) Insecurity. (laughs) It's all about insecurity. We've done episodes about masculinity. Um, but when, when I see this question, it's there's a lot of pressure on men. Um, and then there's a lot of men who think they're the best at sex ever. So uh, those two, two things sort of mixed together, thinking that like, I am the person who's going to grant you or give you an orgasm. Um, if you if you look on the Internet, there's thousands of items that you can buy that say orgasm donor. 
And the other thing is that when that stereotype exists and someone doesn't live up to it, then that really feeds that insecurity and they feel very bad about themselves. So if a male thinks he has to give his partner this orgasm and he's not able to do it, then he's going to feel very bad about himself, right? I mean, and, and it's we want you we want you to feel good about yourself about yourself and your partner to feel good about yourself or your partners um, when you're having sex. Uh, And and I think the crazy thing is that there's a lot of uh, women where they enjoy sex. They enjoy sex with their partner. We've talked about before how penetrative intercourse, like penis and vagina sex, does not get the majority of women to the point of orgasm. So having a vibrator there helps them, you know, get to the orgasm, which is what you're trying to get to most of the time anyway. So, uh, I mean... That insecurity coupled with like just basic female biology seems like it's a it's a terrible, sad uh, sort of outcome that, you know, I don't want her to use an orgasm or I don't like you. Ha- or, no, use an <laughs> orgasm. Don't want you to use your vibrator or because I'm the person who should give you that orgasm. But the things that we're going to do are probably not things that would get you there anyway. Well, I mean, the yeah. interesting thing here, I think, is that... Um, we we do actually, you know, want people to orgasm if they want to orgasm. And I think what a lot of males might not realize is that it's actually really hot. You know, if they pick up the vibrator and want to help use it and help get their partner to orgasm. So if a woman isn't orgasming through whatever other sexual activities are happening between her and her partner, and she then wants to use a vibrator to orgasm, it's actually much more fun to do that with a partner and to have the partner pick it up and say, hey, let's find a way to get you to orgasm. And like that actually makes the partner part of that equation and makes it better for both of them because then the male is able to feel like he's part of that. And then it's also, you know, the female feels like, you know, she's being, um, her needs are being met and that's like super hot. And uh, I mean, when we start asking women about orgasms and sex and sex toys, uh, the majority of women will say that, you know, Something inside the vagina feels good. Something on the outside of the vagina rubbing the clitoris feels good. And if you have something on the inside of the vagina while there's something rubbing the outside at the clitoris, that's where the big orgasms and the big explosions and the best feelings come from. So, I mean, if you like like Spring said, it's hot. It's way more fun. Um, If you really care about your partner, it should be like, well, why don't we give you as much sensation as you want or need to help you get to that point? The second part of this question is, what can I do? Um, Like, my boyfriend hates my vibrator. What can I do about (laughs) it? So dump him. Of course, that's no. No, no. (laughs) Just kind of kidding. Just just kind of kidding. Um, So what can we do? What can we do? What kind of advice can we give to help uh, her, our listener who asked this question um, in this situation? Well, I mean, part of it is, you know, if... So it depends on kind of who we're talking to here. If we're talking to a female in this situation, you know, we could tell her to um, ask her partner to play with it with her. And it might just be that kind of invitation that he needs to become an engaged participant in this instead of just watching and kind of being angry. So it could be that he hasn't received an 
handwritten engraved invitation that he feels like he needs to actually be part of that process. So I would say, you know, that's a really good first step is to invite and then tell your partner that you would like them to be part of that. And I mean, a lot of it comes back to communication as well. That's really what Spring is saying. Like, I want you to be a part of this because it feels good. Um, I think another thing that you could do, a lot of men want their partners to masturbate for them, like to to practice or show them masturbation. Um, A lot of men will get really turned on by this. So just showing someone like so invite them and then show them what you want or how you want it or what it looks like and often that will make them feel like they're part of the act as well i think one of the reasons men feel insecure as about vibrators is that feel they feel like they're no longer like the main attraction they feel like they've become secondary to a police piece of plastic um so part of it is letting the the partner know like no you are absolutely the meat in the situation i'm just getting a little (laughs) help on the side. Um, And it's not even help on the side. It's just pushing things forward in a way to make sure that you get what you want from the situation. Um, I think another thing that you can say if, if the boyfriend tells you like, I don't like you using the vibrator during sex, you could say like, well, I really like to have orgasms during sex. Like make it like, this is something that I need and I want you to be a part of. Um, Make it fun. Yeah. I mean, I think that, you know, phrasing this is really important when you're talking about, um, you know, how you can orgasm, what works for you to orgasm. And then if you make it a conversation, like what are some good ways that I can orgasm um, during our sexual activities together? Like these are the things that we know that work for me to orgasm. Like how can we include these in our play together? And if you actually kind of offer this as a conversation, then it's likely that, you know, if if a vibrator is one of the only ways, then they're actually going to suggest, well, let's play with that together, you know, because then when you start to open it up, instead of saying like, I need this, this has to be done. This is, you know, we're doing it this way. um, That doesn't leave room for a discussion or for a collaborative effort. So talk about it, make it engaging and fun, make it sexy too, right? Like uh, people say they don't like condoms because they're not sexy. There's lots of ways to make condoms sexy. There's men who'll say they don't like vibrators because they're not sexy. There's lots of ways to make it sexy as well. Like make it a fun part of sex play and invite them to be a part of it. Um, And if they still don't listen, that's when you dump them, right? (laughs) That's when maybe you suggest that they could listen to some episodes of the sex <laughs> I mean, so for me, whenever I mean, and, and I've had lots of people ask me this question in real life, like their partner, the boyfriend will still not want to use it. And then you have to have the conversation like, OK, so what is more important, me having sexual pleasure when we're having sex or your ego? And if anyone ever answers that their ego is more important than your sexual pleasure, then counseling, call our friend Cindy Darnell, get some sex therapy sessions going. Like, like there's a lot of different things that you can do, but it's also indicative that there's a problem in your relationship, right? If that other person doesn't value your sexual pleasure more than their hurt feelings, like that's the point where you really need to start having some conversations about like, why are you with this person? Why are you having sex with this person? Why are you in a relationship with this person who doesn't value your sexual pleasure because if you think about it like you don't need an orgasm to have fun right but you should be focused on 
making sure that your partner enjoys that experience. And and if the partner is not focused on you enjoying it, right, if it's all about them and their ego and I'm doing this thing and I'm giving it to you and you're not getting the orgasm that you're seeking and I'm okay with that, you should not be okay with that. <laughs> okay. Yeah. What's uh, the next question? Uh, we actually need to take a short break, but we will be right back for what kind of sex toy is best for me. Ooh. Welcome back, everybody. Um, so what kind of sex toy is best for me, Spring? I mean, I have no idea. <laughs> but, I mean, so it depends, you know, um, how this person identifies and what type of genitals they have and what works or hasn't worked or might work for them to orgasm. Um, but I think, you know, one of the things is starting to test out different sex toys and see how you like them. And I think that when you start out with sex toys, like start with some basic models of different things before you really invest. And I would say that, you know, their higher quality sex toys are definitely better, but (laughs) but it makes sense also not to invest in one of the highest quality ones until you kind of know what type of toy you like. So I, I would also say like trying some of the cheaper ones and trying like a few different types will help give you information for where you really want to invest that money. And most of the time, you don't want to start with the biggest one or the most intense one or the one with the highest levels of vibration. You want to start with something reasonable, accessible. Um, And thanks to places like Amazon, you can get all kinds of really inexpensive, fun toys to play with. Um, So when I read this question, I was like, wow, like we could talk about this for six hours because there are tens of thousands of different kinds of sex toys. And I mean... And variations on every type, like, and, and models and styles and colors and, and just so many beautiful things as well. (laughs) I mean, Spring and I have been at conferences before and we walk by a table that has like crystal amethyst carved insertable, all kinds of crazy stuff going on. Um, You just want to touch them. They're so beautiful. (laughs) Just hold them for a minute. <laughs> I have a little eggplant vibrator on my desk. I can show springs. Um, <laughs> and it's made out of me- medical grade silicone. And it's so like smooth and soft to the touch. I don't use it as a sex toy because it sits on my desk at my job. But um, I think we can kind of break sex toys down into a few types though, right? Like there are, like we can break them down by sex mostly. Um, so there are, like vibrating things for lady parts, and then there are vibrating things for male parts, and then there are insertables for vaginas and insertables for anuses, and then there are uh, things that you insert a penis into, so like masturbator machines, and that's just the beginning because after that we start getting into like handcuffs and feathers and floggers and whips and like paddles oh and and different kinds of, I mean, it just goes on and on and on and on. So what kind of sex toys for you is really what you're looking for. If you're just looking for something a little to spice up your life, or if you're looking to enhance orgasms, that's one thing. If you're solo, if you're flying solo and you're single and you're looking for something, um, there's a lot of men who swear by fleshlights, uh, 
It's a weird, it's kind of a gross name when I think about it. Fleshlight. <laughs> We're not sponsored by them, but essentially it looks like a flashlight, but there's a squishy bit where you insert a penis and then you masturbate. I've with always it. kind of really liked that name, actually. <laughs> <laughs> there's something kind of kinky about it. <laughs> Like flesh. I don't know. For me, like I think of like hamburger. Like Ooh. someone putting their penis in hamburger. I think of the color flesh, to be honest. Let's let's keep it there. <laughs> oh. I just made cookies for my last day of class and I made lots of different cookies of penises and vaginas. If you go to our Instagram, you can see them. Um, but I made them in lots of different colors so everybody in the class could pick a penis of, or a vagina of color uh that they they liked so color flesh <laughs> they was lots like of colors to eat <laughs> that, that they like that to they put ate. in their mouths yes there were there there were like 90 plus cookies that i made and at the end there were like two. <laughs> so people people enjoyed the penis and vagina cookies um so if you're thinking of sex toys things that are bad sex toys especially for vaginas are food items. You don't want to put food items, especially sugary items in a vagina. Um, another warning, if you want to ha- do some play with your butt or some ass play, you need to be sure that anything that you put into your butt is retrievable. So it needs to have like a flanged base or a handle or a rope string attached to it. Otherwise it can get lost. By a flanged base, he means like flared. He means wider at the base so that it can't get sucked up. Yeah, because your butt, while it normally goes out, if you put sex toys in, it sucks them in. <laughs> So, just got to be careful. What a cool party um, trick, huh? Uh, ooh. <laughs> it's lost. <laughs> um, so, uh, the other thing about sex toys, uh, that when you use them, um, you want to make sure that you wash and clean them in between uses. If you're going to be sharing them with a partner, you want to make sure that you use condoms between partners as well, because sex toys can transmit STDs. Um, and if you uh, have a vagina and an anus, you want to make sure that you're not putting a sex toy from an anus into a vagina because it can cause some um, infections. Um, so you just need to be careful about them. Um, I think a general rule of thumb for sex toys is if you wouldn't put it in your mouth don't put it in your vagina or your anus like just that level of kind of cleanliness overall yeah and also i have never heard you say that and i love that if you wouldn't put it in your mouth don't put it in your other orifices (laughs) that's so good yeah yeah. I mean, if you're someone who eats mud pies and dirt, don't take that advice. But for most people, like you want it to be food grade cleanliness um, and you want to stick away from or stay away from sweet things. But uh, really for sex toys, whatever you want, whatever you want to do, you can find something that will float your boat or sink your boat or whatever you want to your boat. There's something out there <laughs> for you. And we have something for you that we're going to talk about at the end of this episode. So let's move on to this last question about will using a vibrator desensitize me? And this one, I know we've talked about in our show before. We've hit it at least a couple of times because it is a concern that comes up a lot. (laughs) (laughs) So many ways to make this fun. Um, And so, you know, this is a concern that we hear from um, 
both partners, usually both the partner that's using a vibrator and the other partners that's worried that they won't be able to um, help their partner have orgasms anymore if they're using a vibrator so often. So we hear this from both sides. And so I think that, you know, it's a pretty big concern and it's actually a much bigger concern than it is a problem. I mean, it's not a problem at all. Absolutely, yes, using a vibrator on a penis or a clitoris can numb it temporarily, right? You can be numbed, but that's just temporarily. It will not desensitize you. You can't get addicted to it. You can't, like, all of those rumors or myths about them are really about stigma about sex toys and not actually about the sex toy and, itself. So, and so- also, though, there is a bit of um, a mental effect here. So, you know, sometimes people say that they used to be able to orgasm um, through different means. And now after using their vibrator all the time, they can only orgasm through that. And that's often this like mental conditioning that's happened where they have convinced themselves that they can't orgasm in any other way. I'm not going to say 100% of the time, but very often that's actually what's happening here. So part of this is the taboo and the stigma about it that we actually start to believe this. I mean, it's the same as when we did our episode on death grip where, uh, where there are men who get used to masturbating in one specific way and they have trouble orgasming if they don't masturbate in just one specific way. It's not the actual masturbation. It's that they've trained their brain to only respond to one thing. Um, the the same is true of vibrators. Like you can get used to those sensations and you can, like if you do it all the time, just one way, then you sort of train your brain. Like that's the way you're going to get off, but you're not desensitizing your clitoris at all. You're not making it so you can't orgasm other ways because you have to do a little bit of unbrain or a little untraining. If that's the case where you start experimenting and doing some other kinds of uh, sexual activity and not just depend upon one thing. Yeah. And so Really, what we're saying is variety is the spice of life. (laughs) And you we encourage you to keep experimenting, you know, try different toys, try using things in different ways, try using them with your partners, try um, other methods of orgasming, you know, and and if something doesn't work, um, but you have interest in it or it seems like fun or sexy, that means like keep giving it a try. Like there also could be a way to orgasm that you haven't achieved yet. But if you're enjoying something, I would say keep trying it out, keep playing with it and keep seeing what happens. Yeah. I mean, when we're talking about sex toys, there's a lot of people who use them the first time and they don't get off or they're not sure about it or it's too intense or they don't know if they like it because it's a whole new kind of sensation. Um, Often it takes a few attempts, try it a few times to see if it's really gonna work for you or not and the, i mean the variety is a spice of life too like uh don't let yourself get into a rut where there's only one thing that you're doing because there's lots of ways to enjoy your body and your partner or partner's bodies and have all kinds of fun and sex toys are just one of the tools you have available to make sure that you are getting what you want or making sure that the people that you're having sex with are getting what they need so I don't know. Sex toys are awesome and they're fun and we need to start bringing down some of the stigma. Um, And the United States is pretty weird with sex toys, right? Like they're normally uh, like 
in weird like if you look for stores with them they're kind of like brick stores with no windows and they seem really seedy like kind of scary sort of places if you go to other places like if you go to the netherlands they'll be like a sex toy store with giant like windows with all kinds of like dildos and vibrators and handcuffs um all over the place and then right next to it will be like a baby store and then right next to it an h&m yeah. like they're just they're just normal and I, I just want to talk a little bit about um, this idea of, you know, you were talking about how sometimes it takes a while to figure out how to orgasm in a different way. And it might take a few tries, like using a vibrator until that even works for someone. And I think that I just want to remind people that um, having an orgasm is not just about the sexual organ that you're stimulating, but there's a lot of mental and like other, um, things that are influencing you and your ability to orgasm. So if you just put a vibrator on your clit and just expect magic to happen, like it's going to take a really long time, if at all, because you need this like mental and like engaged stimulation to actually stimulate this sexual arousal so that you can actually orgasm. So if you are, you know, playing with a partner or if you are um, looking at some type of um sexually intimate material or sexting with someone or whatever it is that is getting you excited in some way, this is what's actually going to promote that orgasm, right? So we want to think about all of these things in this larger context of how are we um, stimulating ourselves and what, what are all these other things that are going into that besides just the toy? So it sounds like you're saying foreplay is important for sex toys <laughs> yeah. too. No. All right. Uh, anything else that you want to say about sex toys? There's something I need to say about sex toys. Communicate with your sex toy is what I'm saying. Yeah. <laughs> Make sure you clean them. Um, you know, that bedside drawer. You just got to wash them. Anyway. All right. Um, so uh, you've probably heard some of our commercials and we have partnered with SweetVibes.Toys um, and we are having a contest. Uh, so to enter our contest, all you have to do is uh, follow us on Instagram at the sex wrap and then send us a DM that you want a free holiday vibrator. That's right. We're giving away holiday vibrator to one of our listeners. We'll get it shipped to your house before Christmas, mm -hmm. as long as you live in the United States. If you live in another country, um, it might take a little bit longer to get there. But all you have to do is DM and we will announce the winner on our next episode. So that's it. Just have to uh, send us a DM at the sex wrap on Instagram and you'll be entered. Um, and you'll have your choice of four different Sweet Vibes vibrators. You can read more about them at sweetvibes.toys. Um, and if you want to get one for yourself or someone else ahead of time, we have a really good discount code, 15% um, off. Um, and all of their vibrators are less than $50 already. Um, so at the beginning, Spring was talking about like, you know, don't go for the most expensive one first. And that's because sometimes sex toys can cost $100, $200, $300. They can get really expensive. Um, these are really high quality, well-made vibrators um, for a really great price. And we can give you 15% off. So if you're interested, sweetvibes.toys. And our discount code is sex space wrap, W-R-E-P. Yeah. And... 
I, I mean, I'm really excited about this partnership because we feel really strongly about this brand. It's not um, just like something they're paying us to say and we're just saying it because we have to. Like we we really like this brand a lot. Um, and so I just want to communicate that to our listeners that we um, trust and uh, stand behind them. And I also just want to say that um, we won't announce uh, your last name or anything personal about you when we announce. Uh, so don't feel nervous to enter the contest because Andrew said we would announce the winner. Um, so thank you so much. We hope that all of your holidays are amazing and that any orgasms that you want to have make them even more amazing. Oh, that's awesome. So uh, if you have any questions or have any follow up for this show um, or any additional questions about love or romance or relationships or sex or sex toys or whatever you want to talk to us about, we'll talk about anything. Um, <laughs> you can email us where the sex wrap at gmail.com. You can call us at 413IRAPIT and you can find us on Instagram, Twitter and Facebook at the sex wrap. Thanks for listening, everyone. Bye. For everything that you were too afraid to ask at home, too embarrassed to ask at school, or just two of music for this episode provided by the ever elusive and mysterious Breakmaster Cylinder. The Podglomerate, a sonic universe. <laughs>